0: What's going on everybody? Welcome back to the Binge Boys podcast. It's uh episode 176. Just flying through at this point. My name is Logan Lewis and I'm here with Matt. How are we doing today Matt?
1: I'm doing great. This is my uh first podcast as a newly minted 27-year-old. Oh, it was your birthday. It was right. yesterday. Yep. Happy l- belated birthday to Matt. Thank you. I just I just couldn't uh, couldn't jinx it. Wanted to make sure I made it so I kept it on yeah. the DL. Are you are you birthday uh are you birthday week guy? Oh, come on, you know I'm not. <laughs> If you didn't know it was my birthday until I told you the day after, I don't think I'm birthday week guy.
0: Okay, good. Just wanted to make sure you're not birthday week guy, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, happy birthday, you 27 year old guy.
1: Thanks, man. Thanks.
0: Would you do do you any do anything special for your birthday?
1: Not really. Just sort of ate and drank my way through way too much with uh, with the family. So you know, just good good adult birthday as they. As they come now. I feel you. I feel you. If you are joining us for the first time,
0: welcome. And if you're a longtime listener, welcome back. However, if this is your first time, the premise is easy. Each week, my co-host and I break down the hottest in TV and movies, as well as some music, video games, and pop culture here and there. First things first, go follow us on Instagram, Binge Boys Podcast. That's where you get the announcements, the top five and top ten lists, reviews, and so much more. Next thing, go on iTunes. Make sure you've left that five-star rating as well as a short review. It helps us out, and it helps us grow the show, which means better stuff for you guys. Now, let's get to the headlines. Yep, Got a few this week, just a few, just a couple, um, and I'll go into them starting right now. Disney uh, announced a Marvel Studios uh, documentary series for Disney Plus called Assembled. Assembled is very similar to the whole um, gallery series that they did for The Mandalorian. This is just Marvel version of that. Uh, The studio revealed that Assembled will take viewers behind the scenes of shows and movies of the MCU following the filmmakers, cast and crew and the heroes every step of the way. Uh, the first episode of the series called The Making of WandaVision is set to premiere on the platform on March 12th, 2021, which is one week after the finale of WandaVision on March 5th and one week before the premiere of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, so it looks like these this will drop uh, the week after each show and movie does on Disney+. Um, each episode will drop on the streaming platform shortly after the Uh, series and theatrical releases have come to a conclusion. Um, Viewers will get on-set footage uh, and interviews, never-before-seen footage, and and all that that fun stuff. Um... The first episode of the series assembled the making of wandavision will pull back the curtain on the groundbreaking mcu sitcom offering fans fresh insights into the production's concept and sitcom influences filmmaking methods and the challenges of performing an entire episode in front of a live studio audience so intrigued to see that first episode of the show on march 12th
1: yeah i'm all in
0: moving on exactly Ahsoka oh, Tano. Mitch isn't here, <laughs> but Ahsoka Tano is. Um, apparently, we got a story back over the weekend. Apparently, Ryan Johnson's Star Wars trilogy is still in the works following rumors in December that the project was reportedly scrapped. Um, an insider tweeted yes ryan johnson's star wars trilogy is still on no dates or timelines because he has other projects going on but it's still happening that's all i know about it and that there's not really much of a story about it that's that's really just the the headline because i think we announced back in december that that ryan johnson's star wars trilogy has been scrapped well now uh now we're amending that and it is not so just be on the lookout for ryan johnson um next up jennifer lawrence is rumored for john watts's fantastic four reboot for the mcu um there is no solid confirmation <laughs> on on this at all um because the film is still gearing up for pre-production um it is said that the film could be starting production in australia which has become uh a new up for films uh, Marvel has several films and series in production, and now we can add Fantastic Four to the list. Um, Jennifer Lawrence, obviously, no stranger to Marvel. She played Mystique in the 20th Century Fox's X-Men films and left the franchise once Marvel Studios bought the company. She would be a great addition to the MCU, not to mention she's already an Oscar winner and an amazing rumor, uh, or an ama- amazing actress, I'm sorry, but there is no um confirmation or real evidence to support this claim um personally i don't think this is going to happen considering the fact that i think she has said foul things about playing mystique in the x-men franchise so i doubt she would hop from one marvel franchise to the next but i could be completely wrong
1: guess the bag just gets that much bigger i guess i I guess (laughs) um
0: so i guess we'll see what happens next for this for this rumor and finally a little bit of sad news after uh after about 30 years of partnership Daft Punk has split and announced their retirement uh they announced this retirement in a video they posted this morning called epilogue uh the duo's longtime publicist Catherine Fraser. a officially confirmed the split to Variety and declined to provide any details. The eight-minute clip begins with a scene from the duo's 2006 film Electrama featuring the pair uh, who many years concede their features behind a robot concept walking around the desert wearing their familiar space helmets and leather jackets. After a few moments, uh, one of the members looks at each other, removes his jacket and reveals an energy pack on the back. The other touches a button on the pack The first member walks away quickly and then explodes. Uh, The scene cuts to a sunset, possibly a sunrise as a choral version of the group's song Touch plays. Um, While the rep declined to say whether the duo will continue working together under different names or whether other new projects are in the works, it seems likely, considering the group's famously contrarian and convention uh, mocking history, they will continue to release music uh, videos or whatever projects strike their fancy. Uh, it's even possible that they start something new together. So I really don't understand the point of announcing your retirement if they're going to keep doing shit. But what Lil Wayne has announced his retirement uh, over like ten times. It seems.
1: <laughs> yeah, I just well, we'll see. They're weird guys anyway. So yeah, hopefully it's, it means it's, nothing.
0: It's good to note that um apart from the two songs they did with the weekend a few years ago the duo's musical efforts in recent years have been on the low profile but uh given their history uh i'm sure that this isn't the end of daft punk but we will see going forward next up we decided we were going to talk about wandavision first this week because uh of mitch's seemingly weird timing every episode 45 minute mark internet problems but uh mitch was unable to make it tonight for uh for unknown reasons for a last minute uh family uh occasion but that's okay but i i figured why not discuss it anyway
1: let's mix it up anyway
0: let's mix it up matt the newest episode of wandavision was called breaking the fourth wall and it was themed after modern family slash the office yeah. Ish. even in the theme song did you catch the theme song kind of
1: sounding like, like the office it was pretty much the office theme song but ri- th- it was the public domain version of the office theme song for sure <laughs> what did you think um about this episode matt i think that this um ever since like the third episode um, was kind of like the biggest like set of reveals and kind of biggest ways to to move the plot forward and a lot of it happened like right in the last last little bit there but of course this shows i think each episode is just pretty much a master class um and done by absolute pros yeah i
0: i will say that this is the first episode of the show that i felt a little bit negative towards but not super negative my only real complaint is that and and i think that this isn't even the show's fault to be honest it might be just our fault as viewers i was listening to a tiktok today and they made the same point um do you think there's a problem with over hyping or so, so Marvel's going to give us these shows in a week-by-week format. Every week since the beginning, we've been speculating hardcore on WandaVision. It's been a fun past two months speculating yeah. on WandaVision. But the fact that we still don't know who this aerospace engineer
1: is... Uh, yes, we we don't know who they are, but we know who they are not if you want to, uh, no, to own anything. No, I'm not... We okay here's my thing
0: we do meet some army air force whoever she is that introduce that talks to monica obviously full spoilers ahead for this episode but you knew that already um i just thought of something what if we named the segment
1: oh yeah go for
0: it wait a minute what if we named the segment whenever we talk about whenever we recap uh a tv show what if we say full spoilers ahead what if we oh, call yeah, it full split? Oh, yeah. I like that. Somebody write that down. Micah, <laughs> write that down. <laughs> Just kidding. Jamie. We don't have a mica. I'm the Micah. Um, but I I am not yet going to claim that Mr. Fantastic is not this aerospace engineer, dude. There's no there's no way that he's not.
1: There's no way that he's not, except there's, for us watching the show and her meeting someone who said "hello this is my friend" but however think about it at the beginning
0: of the show when monica hinted up at this aerospace engineer she referred to him as a he the okay. person we met last episode okay. was a she i feel like that little detail
1: they wouldn't have overlooked And because there's no other men in the MCU, of course, that it could be. Yeah, yeah, I know. And it could be anybody,
0: but think about it, dude. An aerospace engineer. Yeah. I I mean, yeah, I get I get it. It could be anybody, but like (laughs) my brain just keeps connecting the pieces to the Fantastic Four, considering I'm and now I'm gonna reference the old Fantastic Four movie, the first one with Jessica Alba and Chris Evans. But think about it. The Fantastic Four get their powers in outer space because they pass through some anomaly. Yeah, yeah. I I
1: had that same thought too, but Monica got her powers through this too. So you think it's going to create more? Possibly. Uh Uh-huh. And
0: the only reason I still think it's Reed Richards is just based on the Moon Rover or whatever that she got in that just gave me such heavy like fantastic four like reed richards vibes
1: it it still could be him yeah it it still could be
0: and maybe i am
1: too deeply speculating so I think you're too deeply speculating and also think about like that. that I just feel like that that's not a surprise. They would build up over a few episodes. Like you're talking about hype. Like that's something they'd want to build hype for, for longer than just like three episodes from first mentioning this friend to, to revealing them. If anything, I think a Reed Richards reveal could be like post, credit scene like on the finale like did my thing do okay for you or something like that like yeah and and then cut to black
0: yeah i can see that you might be right um
1: another yeah so we could we could both be right here (laughs) i think think
0: a heavy another heavy um but 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 who else is an aerospace engineer that we know i mean
1: technically you don't even know reed richards
0: right but I'm trying to think if there's anybody that we've met in the
1: existing universe already. Uh, I mean, Tony, of course, but you know that's not quite possible. So, so someone for else from like from Stark Industries is like possible to tie it in that way. Um, I I just think like aerospace engineers, a very generic, like superhero title that just kind of gets thrown around and like attached to people, attached to heroes who end up like making their own suits or, you know, getting powers through an experiment gone wrong.
0: Yeah. I'm just, maybe I'm just really heavily riding this train that it's somebody like
1: Reed Richards, but it damn well could be like, it could be roadie. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, that'd be a good tie-in. I'd like that. I, it, you I, know. I'd be cool if
0: Rhodey showed up, but, but the yeah, that'd fact be like a B
1: plus. <laughs> I have a theory, and I, it's not a specific
0: theory, but I saw some stuff on TikTok today. I, I'm, I am like balls deep somehow on mm. WandaVision TikTok. Oh, come on, and I hate it slash love it because every other video is just here's my theory on WandaVision. Yeah, and and somebody presented a an idea today that next week's episode or this week's now episode is going to be like a flashback and then the finale will be set back in present day with wanda in agatha's
1: yeah um, layer layer or whatever okay so you think that it's going to be like from Agatha from agatha's perspective
0: maybe or just like a behind the scenes thing kind of like really explaining everything like. Yeah. And there's rumor that the Luke Skywalker level cameo that Scarlet Witch described, I still don't think it was Evan Peters. No. Now now I full after this episode, I wholeheartedly believe it's not Evan Peters. Agreed. A lot of people think that it's Toby Maguire Spider-Man. <laughs>
1: the and these lots of people are more uh more tiktokers
0: (laughs) yeah i don't know man maybe i'm really just hoping they do something crazy with this
1: but so yeah that that so you're talking about like how there's people worrying about hype but then like you're like all in like on the tiktok meanwhile i don't feel like i just in my exposure to it just being on twitter and a little bit of reddit and stuff i don't feel like it's being overhyped to to me i think the only, anyone who complains about it being overhyped is doing it to themselves, you know, not to not yeah. to victim blame, but no, I it, yeah,
0: I wholeheartedly accept and acknowledge that I am in this community of people that it are trying to take the show like a few miles more than it needs to be taken at the moment mm-hmm. Um because we could we damn well could just have like a very basic cameo but like Part of me thinks it's Doctor Strange also, but then I've seen a couple of people saying that it's not Doctor Strange and that Paul Bettany said in an interview that it's an actor that he's wanted to work with his entire
1: career. Hmm. And I guess they would have worked, him and Benedict would have worked together in some capacity.
0: Yeah. So part of me is thinking that, that it's someone that we haven't met before, which is... But Paul Bettany, I I don't see why he would be longing to work with John Krasinski as as Mister Fantastic. So like,
1: yeah, I feel like they move in a little different circles.
0: Yeah, so it, so maybe I'm picturing somebody that's older, like an older actor playing somebody. I don't know. Like, yeah, I I don't know. I, I'm speculating too hard on that, and we're not talking about what really should be talked about. This episode is that it was Agatha all along.
1: Yeah, oh, I love that little. Uh little vignette at the end there it was it was perfect
0: i might rewatch the episode tonight just to give myself a refresher but um yeah man it
1: i, I don't think anyone's surprised here no that's i, I mean i think I, when we first talked about it like one of the first takes i saw was like you don't get katherine han to play the goofy the goofy side character you get her when you need firepower and it, uh we see why now
0: well, yeah, like we're not going to hire someone as big of a name as Catherine Hahn to play just, you know, like you said, just a side character, like a background character. We're going to hire no offense yep. to the actor who plays Jimmy Wu, but like we're not going to get Randall Park, I think like they're going to hire a Randall Park yep. to play a side character. They're not going to hire a like, I guess, another like John Krasinski. They're not going to hire John Krasinski to play a side character. They're going to get yep. him yep. to play a main character. So, um, when, when she came in to like, like when she entered the scene in the beginning of the episode and was like hanging out with the boys, I was like, Oh, something's going to happen to the kids.
1: Yeah. And, and she, when she was like talking to the, to the camera, I feel like she had a little bit different of a demeanor than, I mean, I guess the other, we hadn't seen too many other characters, pretty much just Wanda vision and Darcy, I think were the people interviewed but she just had kind of a different energy she was much more like laid back and relaxed i was like
0: hmm and and her presence this episode just kind of felt darker like she walked in with the dark hair the really dark purple sweater the dark pants i was just yep. like she's really she's just like you know the whole scene is colorful and then she walks in
1: it's just this dark presence yeah, she so, wasn't sort of just popping up. She was doing a little more, like intervening, mm-hmm. like in every step. Like she was a much more active participant. Like she actively suggested, like taking the boys away to like isolate Wanda. She like intervened when we were. I thought we were going to get like a full on like action sequence there, but I'm almost happier with how it turned out this time. A
0: lot of people are speculating that she this is this is going to sound like a lot, but that she ate Wanda's kids. Because so, yeah. her character, I think in the comics I was listening to this breakdown this morning, is apparently like the eater of children, or that's at least one of her characteristics. Mm-hmm. So, like, can you imagine if Wanda had, you know, shifted this entire reality to her control to find out that her even her reality isn't safe from outside forces? Yeah. So... I found it just a tad cheesy, just a tad cheesy when Catherine Hahn delivered the line of like names, Agatha, the heartless or whatever. I was like, mm, that's cause the MCU is really good about like not blatantly being like, my name is Scarlet witch and I'm going to save the day type thing. Like,
1: yeah, I, I definitely get that. Um, but I like, I feel like it's kind of twofold. I feel like it was in line with the character, and also, like like you're saying, I feel like there is some level of intended hype behind mm-hmm. this. So they wanted to make sure it was perfectly clear what their name is, so people yeah. can go out, Google her, get get that trending. So, sure, I, I get that, and I, I I agree. I thought you were gonna go in a different direction. I thought you were gonna go with um, Darcy and Vision, like in that van. Like that was definitely like I was I was checking the phone during those scenes. Now that I was thinking about it, yeah
0: i mean and that's no darcy's a fine character but like i've never thought like darcy's talking i better listen like and especially just because all of the major scenes in this episode or really just show have happened with wanda on screen yeah so like when vision comes up you know i just assume he's he's gonna try to figure something out like he's just trying to get more answers like i feel like the whole vision quest hasn't really escalated like yeah like I don't know. maybe I, I, it seems like I'm criticizing this episode a lot, but still a pretty damn awesome episode. And I think Mephisto is still a figure that we might see, yeah, um, considering like I saw a breakdown on YouTube. and like if you looked closely in Agatha's lair, there's a lot of like like lambs with horns and oh, like, yeah, that a lot sense. of devil read that book and. Another really cool Easter egg that they kind of they didn't rub it in our faces, really. But you know how when Wanda walked into Agatha's house, you see the fly on, they really zoom in on the fly yeah, on the drape. Yeah,
1: it was gross.
0: So in the comic books, Mephisto can appear as a fly. Interesting. That's or very first specific. appears, I think, as a fly. Okay. So, like, that might be a kind of tie to, like, Mephisto's here. He's watching it. Like,
1: mm-hmm. he's
0: in charge of Agatha. So. I don't know. There, there there's still plenty of things they can do.
1: Yeah. Um I've um I've got Mephisto question for you. I might be do able you... to answer. <laughs> so do you think he is like inserted, like he he's like hiding like among like the regular people? Like, he's like some character, or do you think he's just gonna be like his own deal when you just haven't seen him directly yet? But just sort of these references that like you're talking about.
0: I think he'll probably be like kind of like Agatha, not not kind of like Agatha, like kind of aware of what's going on and everything. But like he's not going to be an already existing character yeah. that we've okay. met. I don't think. OK, I, was, I I don't think.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think like <laughs> I was texting one of my friends about it and he said, uh, shouts to shouts to neps. And uh, he was saying that, like, if you do enough searching, you'll find very compelling theories for literally any major or minor character being Mephisto. (laughs) So he sent that meme of, like, the guy, like, holding the butterfly (laughs) thing, whereas (laughs) uh, the butterfly is um, literally any character. And the guy says, oh, is this Mephisto? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Uh, Yeah. I mean, it, it could be. And, and I think
0: what they're going to do is, if it is, if Mephisto is in the show, I think what's going to happen is Mephisto will be the main villain of Doctor Strange 2. Yeah. And Agatha will be the main villain of WandaVision. But they've said that WandaVision and Doctor Strange 2 literally go hand in hand. So, like, I'm thinking that either Wanda goes crazy in the end of this, it, crazier than she already is. And and, you know, goes batshit crazy and is the villain of Doctor Strange 2 and or Mephisto. So,
1: OK, um, yeah.
0: that's where I stand right now.
1: Yeah, I could see it sort of being like a um, Avengers one situation. I guess not quite Avengers one, but whatever the end credit scene where we first got our a look at like Thanos for whoever like sort of failed. And then they went to to him as kind of like the uh, the Mephisto reveal. In, I maybe I'm making too many predictions for uh, post-credit scenes, but you know that's that's how I could see them doing it. But maybe since they've already done that in the past, they won't run it back. Maybe
0: so we'll have to see when uh, we get a new episode this week. We'll be talking about it next week. Only a couple to go. Um, exciting. Yeah, uh, real exciting. Real exciting. Uh, we got a couple trailers this week. I uh, kind of wanted to rope them into. Um, their own segment rather than being uh headlines just because there we could stem some discussion, and there's just kind of been a lack of content, ladies, lately. So <laughs> lady point um, to
1: figure out the ladies, I see. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, speaking of ladies, we got yeah. a trailer for uh Corella Cruella, um, which is an upcoming crime comedy film based on the character Corella Deville. Um this is, uh, she's the villain in the 101 Dalmatians. Um, Matt, I've seen a lot of people online that are really, really excited for Cruella,
1: comparing it to almost the trailer gave them Joker vibes. A little bit, yeah, I can, I can see where that, that uh, comparison is, very, you know, sort of lover of chaos kind of vibe. Um, Cruella currently is
0: scheduled to be theatrically released in the US in theaters on May 28th of this year Um, first off do you believe that well maybe that, that's a whole other discussion about like whether theaters will be open and this won't <laughs> go to Disney Plus but yeah Um,
1: what do you think of this trailer Matt I just like I'm just having a very hard time imagining the movie it's kind of gonna be if that makes sense because i feel like they're telling this to tell how cruella like ended up as the the evil person that she is in 101 dalmatians but from the trailer it kind of seems like she's already there so i'm like well she's just gonna go from blowing buildings up to then wanting to capture dogs like i i just don't see the The through line there
0: no i i'm kind of there with you um i i don't really i don't really understand what's getting people excited about it to be honest i i like emma stone a lot i think she'll probably do a really good job um i just for for where i'm sitting right now after i watched the trailer i was just kind of like huh but if i mean obviously i'm gonna see this movie and obviously i would see the movie regardless if i had this podcast or not but if if i was some regular moviegoer i'd be like i don't really see the 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 point like yeah why are we getting a movie are we getting a movie for this because maleficent was successful and they were like what would be another villain that we would love to see the backstory on and they chose corella Deville.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I think you're right. I think you're right. Like that that line of logic seems like sound. Do you think here's a
0: question that just popped into my head that's kind of a good one? Sure. With Maleficent being released, um, and then we got Maleficent too. What are the chances that we get a sleeping beauty live action? Kind of t- kind of tying up the trilogy that is Maleficent slash sleeping beauty. And what are the chances that? This movie comes out and they're like, okay, let's lead this right into 101 Dalmatians live action.
1: I am surprised we haven't heard announcements for both of those things. Like very, yeah, those seem like almost sure bets. Um, But I guess I don't quite, because it's just the trailer for Maleficent 2. That hasn't come out yet, correct?
0: Maleficent 2 came out. It just was widely not
1: successful, I don't think. Oh, okay. Did you I because I didn't obviously I didn't see it if I'm not remembering it. I, I didn't see it. So yeah, I just don't know if it like ended in a place that it's still open to that trilogy, is, is my only pushback on, on that idea. I think it'd be a smart idea to do it, unless it was as panned as it as you're saying, then maybe they want to just cut and run and get a different maleficent, not tie Jolie down to that to <laughs> sever all ties. I don't know. I It might have been successful. I just
0: didn't hear much hoopla about it. So um, I assume it did fine, but I'm sure it made a lot of money. But yeah, definitely. In terms of critical reception, I I remember thinking the first Maleficent was just fine, but I didn't ever like jump up and down about it. I have a bad feeling that I'm going to feel the same about Cruella. Maybe it's too early to judge. I don't know. But
1: yeah, I don't know if it's coming out in May. I don't think it's too early to judge. And I feel like if it was going to be a bit more solid, we'd have gotten more than a trailer at this point. Like three months is, you know, that's a pretty short hype cycle, especially now.
0: And and that's kind of goes back to what we were saying about Godzilla versus Kong. I mean, we just got our first trailer last month and the movie comes out on HBO Max like a month from now. So like, yeah. what's with the short release? and marketing campaigns for these movies uh, do you think they're less confident in these movies like just i don't know shorter attention spans that's another part of it same thing with the next week we'll review tom and jerry w- why did we get our first trailer for tom and jerry a month before the movie came out like <laughs> I, I i don't understand it c- considering like we were used to like getting the first trailer for some movies like six to nine months like before the movie comes out so, yeah. I, so i don't know I. it also it's important to note here that cruella was a, apparently supposed to be theatrically released december 23rd 2020
1: interesting
0: but was pushed
1: back due to covid that does make sense i could definitely see this as kind of like a christmas movie for like you you don't have like necessarily like kids kids they're like you know 12 to 15 and <laughs> You want to go see the cool movie with a uh, female Joker blowing buildings up. I know I keep referencing that, but it's just so, it was just such an odd part of the trailer when like literally nothing like that happens to my memory, in 101 dimension. So it was just very like out of place. It very much just kind of gives off like a crime, like mob movie, but like with
0: Corella DeVille instead of like Al Capone, which I don't know. I'm like,
1: yeah, I, I don't know. so yeah and it's just like as when you brought up maleficent like i was like trying to like wrap like put it together like in my mind why i feel like that was a bit better of an idea for like you know a prequel or whatever you want to call it and i think it's just like the almost like the element of like magic or whatever in sleeping beauty just kind of leaves a lot open to do with that character and makes it cool but it's like 101 dalmatians is you know set in somewhat the real world so i just feel like things are kind of like limited to what you can do and if you're not going to explain like how this person became you know the person they are i just don't see the point in a prequel
0: yeah well who knows if Corella's successful maybe we'll get prequel movies to a bunch of disney villains is anybody well, asking the questions like why did scar get his scar <laughs>
1: dude have you ever thought about that scar like has like a real name and they just said nah we're just gonna call you scar <laughs> dude, i was just gonna make that point
0: i was like <laughs> what was scar's birth name why the hell is it, did they just get a scar and he was like you know what
1: fuck daniel we're gonna call you scar <laughs> uh i just had to Google it. his real name is <laughs> Ascari.
0: oh my god <laughs> so one day he got, got jumped by a bunch of like hyenas or something and they're like you know what we're just gonna drop the a and the I and just call you scar
1: yeah that stinks <laughs> that does Your brother's stink. wonder the awesome. guy took over the kingdom <laughs> yeah
0: um okay next up Mortal Kombat we got a trailer for this film as well uh Mortal Kombat scheduled to be released in theaters and on HBO Max april 16th 2021 uh mortal Kombat, based on the highly successful mortal Kombat video game franchise the fighting mm-hmm. side-by-side uh video game uh franchise and uh matt I'll, I'll be honest again um i watched this trailer and didn't find much of anything
1: to get excited for am i alone <laughs> uh i have like i'm not like i would not call myself like a huge mortal Kombat fan but i have like you know enough of like passing knowledge with like the characters he's like oh it's like you know the game where he turns it to ice and like rips it off and they're punching hearts out and stuff like that so i found like that cool but like yeah just very generic you want to know what this kind of reminded me of to go back to something else we were talking about. The uh the more recent Fantastic Four remake <laughs> with uh Michael V. Jordan human torch. And I clearly left an impression because I can totally remember everything, everyone else in that. But yeah, just kind of like this just seems like something nobody was asking for. And and here I, we are with it. I
0: I really don't have much to say about it other than like, yeah, I agree. I agree with you. Like if you want to make a a video game movie, like a video game movie is something that's not easy. Like let's, no. let's state that like up front, like they tried Assassin's Creed failed. Like they've tried Mario in the past failed. They've tried to develop a halo movie for, it seems like 15, 20 years now, but they, it keeps just getting scrapped or unfinished or
1: mm-hmm. it's, it's
0: hard. So yeah, I mean we'll get a glimpse at what a potentially hopefully successful movie that uncharted is hopefully um but but yeah man i with this like i i don't see myself loving it like yeah it's cool that they're going to do like fatalities but how are they going to incorporate that in the movie without it being cheesy like yeah like are they are are two characters just going to be fighting and then all of a sudden like i'm not done and then like break his neck and snap his heart or what like i don't know i'm i'm kind of out on this movie to be honest like i just don't see myself jumping for joy with it
1: i I, yeah it's just pretty like i said it's pretty pointless like i just don't see why who is clamoring for this and i don't couldn't didn't even recognize any like big names associated with it and that's another red flag
0: to me. Like, I feel like, and, and, and we could be wrong. Like some of these actors and they're, cause they do have a lot of Japanese, Chinese, Asian okay. descent actors. So like, I could be wrong. Some of these actors could be huge, but, yeah. uh, but to my knowledge as a pretty hardcore movie fan, I, I haven't heard of any of
1: these people. Well, so then maybe it's just aimed at the, you know, ever growing Chinese market and it- and if, if that's the case, then I hope they enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No one, I not want to watch a bad movie for sure. So I,
0: I don't really have more. I know we spent like a good chunk of time on Cruella, but I don't have much to talk about for Mortal Kombat here.
1: Yeah. Well, I, I, I'm just trying to think like, can you think of like any, I can't think of any successful and like high quality movie based on a video game. I can think of like good movies that like feature video games, but not like one based off like a video game property that was good
0: no i i don't think there is one uh unless you do a quick google ch- search and and correct me that's yeah uh, that's what going for <laughs> I, I i don't to my knowledge have any uh, maybe you could say some people like those tomb raider movies that were a little older but I, yeah I mean, yeah I, but that's even that's kind of forced too. like I don't know. I think we're, I think we're out on mortal Kombat, and I almost have a theory now that we've talked about like a few movies that are coming to HBO max that have gotten very little hype. Like, Mm -hmm. again, this is another situation where we're almost like next week is March. This movie comes out April 16th. Why is there not much of a marketing campaign around this movie? Yeah. Same thing with Godzilla. Same thing with Tom and Jerry. Are these movies low key? Not good and they're putting them on hbo max and hyping it up and trying to claim that they're on the cutting edge of putting their movies in theaters and in streaming whereas they're low-key saving because the movies are a
1: disappointment like i don't know yeah i have no clue and uh to circle back on your point yeah even the uh the tomb raider movies are are averaging between uh 20 and 40 percent on rotten tomatoes Mm. as are the resident evil movies i forgot about the uh need for speed starring aaron paul and kid (laughs) cuddy uh and then you know i'll I'll go to bat for the pokemon movies i'm a pokemon guy they're they're underrated here they're not great i won't say they are but you know what i'll say it
0: i liked pokemon uh or Detective Pikachu. I enjoyed the movie. I thought it was fine.
1: Yeah, uh, based on uh, Rotten Tomatoes, that one is number two, only behind the Angry Birds movie, too. For <laughs> Logan, just uh, hit his forehead against the microphone. I'll give I'll give them an insight in the the audio medium we're we're operating in.
0: <laughs> yeah, I I just don't see anything good out of video game properties turned into movies hopefully we're proved that wrong with the last of us like hbo series as well as the recently announced netflix assassin's creed series i I, i'm giving my faith in those two studios to make something good yep and then tom holland as well yes with with uncharted so (laughs) i i am putting my faith in those three properties and if If none of those work, then I think Hollywood needs to take take a step back on the video game thing. But until then, I think me and Matt will close today out with a little top five list. Matt, do you have a top five list?
1: I do have a top five list. Pull it up right now.
0: In celebration of remakes and reboots with uh, Cruella being a, I guess, a a cold, a soft reboot on the 101 Dalmatians and Mortal Kombat. They had a few movies back in the day um so yeah let's let's talk about top five remake reboots you understand how we do it by now we go one by one discuss if needed but matt my number five for my top five remakes and reboots is the rise of the planet of the apes that released in 2011
1: same at number five how about that yeah it's just it's a solid movie yeah, and and
0: I think it sparked even more solid movies, like mm-hmm. even maybe like arguably like pretty damn good movies.
1: Yeah, I uh, think it, the it, you the know sequels. I watched yep I watched the whole trilogy like really early on like in quarantine just because you know it was a franchise I hadn't gotten around to, and I was just like these are very solid like well done movies, not overly complicated, like but still got like some some good. Good thinking going on and just a yeah really tight trilogy as well i feel like they all kind of have a little bit of something going on but tell um a single story so this this first one gets us off to a good start
0: yeah i agree so with that said i guess we can just skip to our number four yeah, um yeah. my number four is batman begins okay um Not and mine. that and <laughs> okay um i i i uh, people have probably heard my criticism of batman begins and that it's i think personally that it's less enjoyable than its two sequels and it's on this list solely because it gives us the two sequels i mean batman begins is great but it, it comes nowhere near to the dark night in my eyes yep. um none of these movies on this list honestly come close to the dark night uh but that's <laughs> another thing for another day matt what's your number four
1: My number four is also a movie that led to uh, more, I guess more than two sequels. And that is oceans 11, a remake Mm. of kind of the classic uh, Brat Pack era. That's why Brad Pitt is a a young man walking around with the name rusty. Just kind of a different, (laughs) uh, different look uh, than that. But yeah, it's like a good heist movie and I like how they kind of pull out all the stops, you know, the biggest cast they could for the time. um, And just, you know, love it when a plan comes together. I feel like I've talked about this movie, already, so I won't say too much more about it. But if you haven't seen it by now, I would definitely recommend giving it a watch. What's uh, what's the middle of your list looking like, Logan?
0: Ocean's Eleven is on my uh, uh, on my list to watch. I, I I didn't catch this one when it was released, so I, it it is on my list on HBO Max because it is on HBO Max for those of you who. Are wondering <laughs> um number three for me is spider-man homecoming to reboot spider-man um okay. i enjoy tom holland a lot as spider-man i mean obviously no disrespect to my boy toby um and andrew garfield they, they, they all had their strengths um but tom holland is is a really good spider-man and a really good peter parker and i think andrew and toby have one of them's a solid Peter and one of them's a solid Spider-Man and Tom Holland, I think morphs the two and it makes a pretty solid package. Um, so yeah. And I really enjoy him in the Avengers movies. Can't wait to see Spider-Man three. And and, and that's
1: my number three. What's yours, Matt? <laughs> my number three, it's a bit of a stretch because the original came out. Oh, I guess there were a few other versions of it. Um, Les Miserables. Big really? musical uh, yeah i don't know it got a lot some people didn't like the, the way uh hugh jackman and uh, russell Crowe sang but i thought they did a good job and i think um i think there's more positive performances in this movie than there are negative ones i think sasha Barra cohen is great Hello, obama Nick carter she's also great um so yeah i think that there's sort of equal and opposites um that cancel out to make this very long movie oftentimes very sad movie uh, worth watching and- yeah man that's my uh that's my number three that's a really solid movie
0: that's a really <laughs> solid movie i remember seeing that in theaters and just being blown away mm-hmm. especially by ann hathaway's performance she oh, absolutely
1: murdered it yep definitely
0: um my runner up is how the grinch stole christmas okay starring jim carrey you know how i feel about this movie i go to bat for this movie um just to You know, we did a run through of this movie back a few months ago, back in Christmas, around Christmas time. So check that out. But I absolutely stand this movie. It's been a huge movie in my family ever since it came out. And I just love Jim Carrey's overly cheesy, overly evil performance on the kind of like the old cartoon take of the Grinch we had growing up as kids. So that's all I'll say about it. I don't need to spend too much time.
1: Matt, what's your runner up? Uh, My runner up? Um, i'm pretty sure this will be on your list given what you've said about it or i'm about to make you real because you forgot about it i'm doing a star is born the most recent one just- it's not my number one oh, okay
0: wow however this was one of the first ones i put on my list however i took it off just because the star as is born while it's an amazing movie uh it's has a less big impact on me just because it's more recent of a
1: movie fair i go ahead yeah no i i just wanted to i just wanted to try to get that the best reaction i could from you if if possible but yeah um bradley cooper lady gaga i mean just my my appreciation for a good musical showing um really well acted a lot of nothing but uh good performances from from those two and Again, not always the most uplifting movie. In fact, it's it's wildly sad, <laughs> uh, but definitely worth seeing if you haven't already. So that is my runner-up. So let's get to our top spot, Logan. Number one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> my number one is 2017's horror hit, It um never really saw the original until after I saw the Tim Curry TV movie that they released back in like the six not the 60s the 70s or 80s I forget um uh but this movie was very good in my opinion and critically it was very very good um the sequel it was still good but not as good as the the first part of the book um that came out in 2017 I think the second part came out in 2019 um just a very a very solid movie man i really enjoy uh his name is escaping me damn it damn it damn it <laughs> damn it alexander no bill skarsgård's performance as uh, as pennywise all of the kids did an amazing job just a nice modern take on it from stephen king you know what? i love a good stephen king movie um so this one had to top my list matt what's your number one
1: my number one is X Men First Class. It's a good I choice. Was going, yeah, I was going back and forth between this and uh, Days of Future Past. I couldn't really uh, uh, let me see because you've yeah you've seen it, Logan. So do you think Days of Future Past would be a reboot of sorts? In ways, yes, but I think First Class is the real like okay kind of the the this, real. This spider-man
0: yeah. homecoming of the trilogy or of the series
1: okay i i just wanted to get your thoughts just since the time travel and it sort of lets them do what they want with the timeline just sort of the classic comic let's well, mess with the uh the continuity reboot but yeah man first yeah. class was i think i've all i think i only see it like once in theaters which is rare for a movie that tops any of my list to have um any kind of uh Sort of th- this lasting impact on me. It's just really telling me I need to go back and, and watch it again. Um, just introduces kind of a new uh, class of X Men into the mix, including my favorite, which is Beast. Um, he is not only very strong; but he's an intellectual. Um, and yeah, man, of look like Beast, Matt. Is it is it the beard and the blue and the? It glasses? might be just the the glasses. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the that's the best compliment I've gotten all year as a 27 year old that's the best compliment i've ever received so wow (laughs) love that for me yeah yeah so yeah man got nothing else to say about this uh this first class so well cool uh
0: good stuff well that was this episode folks uh tune in on thursday to hear matt and i talk about the karate kid no not matt and i uh jordan Jordan and i (laughs) Jordan and I talked about the karate kid Um, tune in for that. We also got some really cool run throughs coming up in March. We've got uh, it was supposed to be dumb and dumber or I'm sorry. It was supposed to be pretty woman and Tommy boy, but uh, upon uh, arriving to my recording of those run through episodes, I had not watched either of those movies. So me and my cousin Tanner recorded and we talked all about Happy Gilmore and Dumb and Dumber. Some of my favorite comedies and favorite movies of all time. So be on the lookout for those. As well as at the end of March, the Binge Boys will talk about the Sam Raimi Spider-Man trilogy. Be on the lookout for that. That'll be a lot of fun. Got to decide how we do it, but... I was thinking about it today about how we're going to go about doing it. If either if each of us is going to watch a movie or if we're going to watch all three movies, I don't know. We'll, we'll figure it out. But, um, but yeah, guys, that that's it. Yeah. Check us out on Instagram, binge boys podcast. If you like what you heard, leave that rating and review. Be on the lookout next week. We'll be talking Tom and Jerry for sure. And, uh, you might expect a top five list, maybe a, top five animation live action hybrid kind of movie kind of like what Tom and Jerry is or maybe a uh, classic cartoon top five list uh, okay. to tie into Tom and Jerry so we'll see and we'll see you next time. Bye 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 Ahsoka Tano <laughs> I like dropping that in whenever I can
1: This one was for you Mitch Ahsoka Tano Ahsoka <laughs>